Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Welcome to Cashing In with Tadji TJ. Oh boy. TJ Miller. It's TJ Miller. Sorry, I know I haven't been a guest on the show very many times. I'm starting it, it over. TJ Miller. No. No, I. You gotta oh, do it. Jesus. You're such a pussy. You guys are so difficult. Let's it's my get it show. Done. It is I your show. I finally have my I favorite apologize. guest. I know. I finally have my favorite show. guest on. I apologize. Bean convention, I feel like I would have had trouble, but you. You always do well, so well in those situations. And I know you've heard the story, but I want to share a story with the listeners where I did the, uh, I did a Boy Scout convention when I had only been doing comedy for maybe two years. And this was in Chicago and it was in a huge ballroom. It was, wasn't, it wasn't children Boy Scouts, which is what everybody thinks in the beginning. It was ex Boy Scouts that were now in the engineering industry nationwide, all over the United States. They flew into Chicago because this is a you know it's a big deal if you're an ex boy scout that's a reunion I'll fly to another ex-boy city. Ex boy scout engineers. Ex boy scout very specific. Right. So I was opening for Tammy Pascatelli. Do you know her? Mm-hmm. She's a yep. Yep. Really interesting Italian woman. And so she uh, she, she was going to go on after me. So I went up just to sort of warm the crowd up. And as I could have, this were, you, were you wearing me. a turban or not? I was no turban. No, but a turban. man okay. near me was wearing a turban big enough for me to sort of slip my head under to get it warm right before the performance. <laughs> so then I go on stage and I go up and uh, as I'm walking up on stage, cause I can feel that the guy's introducing me. He goes, okay, now are you ready for your entertainment? Ladies and gentlemen, um, He's the voice of Old Style Light, which I was in Chicago, uh, for, for, uh, for their, their radio campaign right now. And, uh, he has performed at Second City. And, oh, uh, real quick, I just want to say, just so you know, the dessert bars are ready and they're, at the, bu- the dessert buffet is, is, is open. So you guys can get dessert. And please give it up for TJ Miller. Literally, that's what he said. As I'm ascending the staircase, maybe four steps. Each step that I took, a more hundreds of more people stood up. Glasses were clinking. The dessert buffet, by the way, is at the back of the room. So everyone stood up and turned away from me. Just thousands of people's backs. There was probably three or 4,000 people there. <laughs> thousands of people's backs to me as they walked towards the dessert. And here's the problem. 
the cake desserts are all on one side, and then all you can see very clearly there's like a chocolate fondue thing, like a fountain on the other side. And everybody got up and then tried. Well, where's the cake? Are you? Oh, you, oh, you, oh there's chocolate over here. And everybody's pushing each other and moving out, <laughs> trying to maneuver their way to which dessert bar they wanted to go to. And I'm on stage and I go, "Hey, everybody." Um, so I got called a gay wad recently. <laughs> That's funny. One gay isn't enough for me. I'm a wet clump of homosexuality. <laughs> Nothing at all. Then I tried to riff because that's our instinct, yeah. obviously. So I go in and I start riffing with the crowd. And I'm talking to this one guy. I say, hey, so you used to be a Boy Scout. So what do you do now, engineering? And he's like, I'm an engineer. And I said, yeah, I know. Sir, I know. But what kind of engineering? He goes, stop talking to me. That's what he said. <laughs> Just straight up. Second thing. Stop talking to me. I'm enjoying my dessert bar. You know. So I've had some terrible things. So it was awful. As I get off stage, I'm thinking in my mind, this is terrible. I can never do any corporate anything ever again. This was a terrible idea. And as I walk down, Tammy Pascatelli is yelling at the people who organize the event, going, I'm not going on there until he gets them to pay attention. And so when I came down, they go, you got to go back up there and tell everybody to pay attention. So then I went back up, and they made me sit there for another 10 minutes, just going, hey, guys, so the headliner's coming up, so everyone come sit down. How have you been enjoying Chicago? Don't talk to me. Okay, yeah, probably shouldn't have gone back to the same guy. Well, that, uh, yeah, you know, that's, that's, you know, part of what you're getting paid for with corporates is you're, you're being thrown in a bad situation. And, you know, you just have to survive it. I had one similar to what you're talking about in Utah. Yeah. And then we'll move on to the always essential questions. Tough, but always tough. Always tough. But uh, they put me in Home Depot in the middle of the room. Uh, there was, I, I swear to God, there was a juggler next to the, I, I wouldn't even call it a stage, a big right. mound. I was I was basically talking to a speaking spell, and there were gifts all around me. There was also uh, uh, tables where people were eating. So the only way to get their attention is I just started giving the gifts away. Right. Which we're supposed to be. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah. Just start giving gifts away. So that if you pay attention, uh, I'll get, you know, you can have a gift. And at the end of my set, I just said, uh, kids, when I walk off stage, everyone grab a gift. No. Yeah. That was the first show I ever had where I set up a getaway car on stage. Is that true? Yeah. Did you? I said to him at the opener, I said, start the car. No. Yeah. I right before that. I got off stage, I could start the car, I bring it around, that. bring it around. I was in Myrtle Beach recently. <laughs> it's such a bad show, second show Friday, that I had to get in my car before people had paid their tabs. That's how quickly I wanted to be out of that physical space. <laughs> and I went back, and I, as I was driving home, I was like, I should, uh, you know, this is the time to go have a drink and just be in a strip club alone and maybe cry during a private dance. And even as I pass the strip club, I'm like, I'm too depressed. I can't go in there. I don't want to bring the strippers' um, like moods down. That's really what I thought. I was like, <laughs> I'll be in there. I'll be such a negative Nancy in the strip club that it'll ruin these ladies' nights. I can't do that. So I just went home and kind of sat in my hotel room, looked into the mirror for a while, and kind of mouthed the words, what happened? <laughs> what happened? So that's where we were. About kangaroos, I, I've I've often talked about this, but I <laughs> no, I just I've often wanted a pouch. I don't understand why people when they have surgery on their bodies, they have surgical implants done like in their breasts. I'd have a pouch. You put some food in there. Be like, hey, you got any food? Let me check my pouch. Got some hot pockets. Got a skittle. You'd have. No. Why aren't people doing no. surgeries that will help them be better? No, I would I would no. I would install a tail. Absolutely not. I would. First of all, I'm why aren't we doing useful that's surgeries? BS. That's BS on the tail. I absolutely would install a tail. No way. The only reason you for do balance. that is because you're married. No, not for balance. You have a lot of trouble. Yeah, you're it's always a pussification of man that we don't have tails. Ah! <laughs> Baloney! Here's what I'll say. All plastic surgery is used to enhance... Looks. Why not? Why not? Why don't we do something why useful? Why are we... You can't add something new because then you become deformed. That's a deformity. In a positive way. If you had a pouch. Positive a deformity. Think of... Think, look, we go back to bag people. I want to Don't say, you think bag people would start? Maybe the extension of bag people is where they add pouches. I want to say this. Bag women would benefit largely from pouches because they're carrying so many bags of stuff anyway. They can put some of their trash and, and tin cans and stuff <laughs> in the pouch. But you can't. I think if you added a pouch, there's no way you could make that be cool. Even if your friends came over for dinner and your wife was really into it and you're like, look, guys, I got this pouch. You know, it's a piece of plastic surgery. I keep my wallet, my keys in here. I don't lose anything. It's so amazing. You guys should get a pouch. They would all be like, that's amazing, Cash. That's really great. And then behind your back, they'd call you like kangaroo. You know, <laughs> they'd make fun of you. You would be alienated. I, I think I think that you'd stand out. Uh, what is the expression? Peacocking. 
I think you would have shirts that actually were maybe those old half shirts well, where you'd a, see a, the pouch. If I'm saying a belly shirt would become a yeah. very different thing. Yeah. You know, because then you're then we're talking. You never about, lose your keys. You never lose your wallet. But uh, does it have the mucus in it? Um, does it? I'm gonna go with no. Sans, no, no. So mucus. you're gonna try and find a way. How does? How do you keep it from drying out? You gotta. You gotta wash it. Well, that's and you'd have to purchase the the, the pouch uh, lotion. And here we go. Now we find lotion. out it's just some another bullshit it's entrepreneur. A it's a scheme. God <laughs> damn it! I'm trying to. Sell I have it. fallen for this a hundred times. I'm trying to. Your sell. tail cream. Look. I bought ten. Tons of that. In fact, look, you said it was going on. I'll be honest with IPO. you. This whole podcast just about me trying to move some pouch cream, <laughs> yeah. which I mean, yeah, I've got tons of. Why did you I've start a lot of bottles? I was going to say, why did you buy and develop that cream before the trend? This podcast of pouch? is sponsored by Pod Cream. No, it's not. It's Pod Cream. <laughs> pouch cream. Pouch cream. <laughs> this podcast is. <laughs> this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is sponsored by Pod Cream for when your ears get pretty chafed from listening to too much podcast. Go ahead and put on a little Pod Cream. Now it's time for Tiny Opinions, brought to you by Fruit Loops. Let's do it. Tiny Opinions, brought to you by the teeniest, tiniest loops that are the fruitiest. <laughs> I think once you make that call, you got to go forward. Yeah. Man. yeah. All right. So but, that's what I'm but, saying. But let me just say about this uh, job thing, when you're chewing this guy out. Uh, do you I'm ever go so far as you... But do you ever go so far as you just say you're... Because I have kind of a couple stock lines when I'm upset with an employee. Do you? Yeah. What are they? Well, for example... I've never uh, heard this. You've yeah, never told me. I have a couple stock lines, just so I don't have to think about it on my feet. You know, mm-hmm. you, you're, uh, For example, if I'm chewing out an umpire, I, I coach a baseball team in my spare time. I'll walk over and I'll say, you're very, very bad at your job. Really? Yeah, that's right. And yeah. it's, it's not... I'm not too upset about it. I just think you should find a job you're better suited for, because this job, you're very, very bad And you'll bad say at. all this? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm very sincere. So that's more of a stock paragraph yeah. than a stock yeah. line. Now, if they throw me out of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Did they, and you have been thrown out of the game. I have been thrown out of the game. Because we should say this. Then I escalate things and say, you're an embarrassment to your family. Really? Yeah. That's your second that's tier. That's my second tier line. Yeah. What do you, What happens if you have to go third tier anger? I've never had to go any further than your embarrassment. You've usually say, been oh, kicked well, out. Well, yeah. there was one time where I said you should hang yourself. Now, what, <laughs> that's but that that's was true. A really that's really fifth game. tier. That yeah. feels fifth tier. Yeah, that was because that is actually saying that escalates. Your thing. next step is to no longer exist. <laughs> yeah, that is, you're so bad at what you do. I believe I said you'd be doing all of us a favor if you go ahead and hang yourself. Wow. Yeah. And that is also assuming that other people in the the stands would agree. Like if you turn and yeah. you're like. What would happen if, if if he hung himself? That everyone would say it would be sort of a favor to all of us. It would be kind of yeah. a favor. I, I mean, I think you have to have stock lines ready, though. I like to say when I drive past people, I think we're agreeing on this. I like when I drive past a bad driver. I like to go, "You are not very good at driving, and it's making other people's days difficult." And then I'll drive <laughs> away because I think there's something funny about being mad but saying it in a very passive way, like "No, yeah. fuck you, blah blah." Yeah. I'm, I'm like much better. Yeah, one time at a. At a, at a at a restaurant, uh, I think it was fast food or something. The person screwed up the order and they can find it and then give it to us. And we came back and we asked for fries and they said okay. Took the bag, gave it back to us. We came back and the fries were there, but a sandwich was missing. No joke. So I went back and I was like, "This is we were missing one of the sandwiches." And he's like, "I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you." And I was <laughs> like, "What do you mean you don't know what to tell me? You're the only one involved in this." <laughs> It's not like you had an employee that did this. I'm talking to the person who's responsible for all this. I don't know what to tell you. I wish you could just say that all the time. Like your girlfriend walks in and you're just having sex with someone else. There's cocaine everywhere and her all of her life savings is on fire. And there's like a video playing of you setting it on fire earlier and having sex with a different girl. And she's like, what is going on in here, TJ? And I go, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, saying on me. You know, so ridiculous. Well, I think that's what the employee stock line now is. Besides, I don't know what to tell you is uh, I think if you don't want to do anything in our country in this day and age, all you need to do is say my computers are down. Yeah. I was at the Cinnabon. The lady's like, sorry, sorry, I can't get you a Cinnabon. Our computers are down. I said, are your hands and arms up and working? (laughs) Because I have to reach over and grab me a tasty bun. (laughs) Give me a tasty bun. Give me a tasty bun. I'm going to move us along and just uh, ask you, TJ, are there places where... What are the best places to be stoned, worst places to be stoned? Well, You're a good guy to ask about this. Being being stoned or being kind of drunk, 
can be beneficial or it can, and a lot of it is, is, is where you're at with that. If you're too stoned, nowhere is a good place to be, I don't think. Not even in your own room. That happened at my 4th of July party. That's right. We were there insane. together, and you ate some marijuana, a buddy bar, it's called, and I had a, I had a, almost a full one, and you took, what did you take, a half? You took a half of one. Whatever I took, it was, I, I lost my mind. And what was your, what was your feeling? At your own party. Well, I thought that... Because you uh, threw the party. It was I a lovely actually, party. I was, I, it was a good party until that moment. All of a sudden, I <laughs> I thought that the... Uh, I thought we were being attacked. Really? Yeah. Uh, I thought the fireworks were were some type of attack from outside the United States. But didn't you... You also... But you did... You felt like your... Tell, tell the whole story. You thought that you your sister's... What family member th- knew you were stoned and she was a doctor? Tell the right, actual story. Yeah, her my my wife's family was in town and there were kids in the, there were kids there and we went out and played volleyball and TJ showed up and gave me this and I just thought no big deal and that's the problem with a you don't know how much is in there and uh, it just got more weird and you know stranger and stranger and then I made this announcement because we we're all going to ride our bikes that's towards right. the fireworks. <laughs> And I thought, like, I made, like, a horrible announcement because I just, I just started yelling, right? I was just like, okay, here's what we're going to do. Everyone's going to get on the bikes. We're going to proceed down the waterfront towards the fireworks. And then TJ turned to me, like, a minute after I made the speech. He's like, we got to go. I also, and I thought it was because my said, speech was so bad. Or in such high whispered tone. Okay, we gotta go. Everybody, get in the little wagon. And I was sure that my <laughs> my my uh, my sister in law's kids, who are, I'm sure they knew that I was like, I thought it showed, like you could see it, how wasted I was, and then I was about to cry, and I thought I thought people were turning against me, and there was some kind of uh, did. revolt see, I- happening at my party because a lot of people didn't want to go down the waterfront. Everyone bailed all of a sudden, and there was only like five of us left. Well, but I had we had to leave because the girl that I was with I also had eaten some of the chocolate and actually said to me at one point she was shaking a little bit and she's like, "I have to be out of here. We have to go home." So then I turned and you had just finished. I remember the last thing I heard you say was, "All right, so let's head down to the fireworks." <laughs> and then I turned and I was like, "Oh no, he." just told everybody we, we've got to go and now I have to walk up to him and I knew how stoned you were and I was like so I just got to gently tell him we have to leave so I came over I go hey we got to go Janet's really stoned we had a great time but we got to get out of here and all you heard was we're leaving because your speech was terrible <laughs> right because yeah. you thought you thought because you came up to me right before we left and you go did I do the speech at the wrong time why is everybody leaving and that's just having a great party and I, I couldn't decide when we should all proceed down to the fireworks it was a great party and all of a sudden I felt like I chose the wrong moment to break the party up well that's and that is the danger of being too stoned and actually I want to ask you this question which is when you're too stoned it's the opposite of being too drunk too drunk you're too confident too obnoxious too forthcoming, too forthright, too whatever other words start with fourth and mean yeah. that you're going at Fortnite. You're too Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah. You're too many Fortnites before you can cross the river. You're way too forefathers for, too for, for drinking. You got way yeah. many too many yeah. forefathers. But the, and then w- when you smoke mar- too much marijuana, then it becomes you're too insecure. You you believe that everybody is wanting you to leave. Everybody hates you. They want you to go. So I think my question to you is, which is worse, being too drunk in a situation or being too stoned? In a social situation, it's better to be too drunk. Let's even say at a funeral. Is it better to be too drunk? Let's, let's take it to a happy place. Too drunk or too stoned at a funeral? Well, I, I think to be, yeah, it's it's better to be too drunk. At a funeral. I think so, because yeah. then, and also the problem with that is. I got the it's right more, answer, Matt. It's more socially <laughs> acceptable to be, it's more socially acceptable to be, um, you know, drunk. If you're if you're going through a tragedy, yeah. it's been in People movies. Or, yeah. yeah, oh, well, right. he's drunk. It's a, but if you're too stoned at a funeral and you're like, even the deceased wants me out of here. He he wouldn't have wanted me at the funeral. He did it. Yeah. We were never we never got along well. Yeah. He's looking at a, he's looking down from heaven, saying, why Why did TJ show up? Why is he here? Yeah, we weren't even that close. Well, here's another time I think getting stoned is I was stoned, and I don't I don't get I don't smoke pot a lot, but I got stoned at my. Uh, college graduation and that was a mistake because I, I think you don't want to have big That's big right. giant moments and be stoned because you're like i wonder what this would be like in real life like without this you know 
without this circumstance affecting me. That's true, too. I, I once, this was before I smoked a lot of marijuana, but I, I smoked some marijuana when I first got into, when I first got to Los Angeles, and I was sort of breaking up off and on. I had an off and on again relationship with my girlfriend in New York City, and I got really high, I don't know why, and went in to my therapist. So I don't know if you've ever been to Therapy Stoned, but it was a terrible idea because I wasn't too stoned. I was just stoned enough to just feel like everything the therapist said was a revelation, and then as soon as I got out of there, I called and I broke up with my girlfriend, and I felt terrible about that because I wasn't... You should never make decisions when you're under the influence. No. Just no. in general. That's a bad idea, I feel like. But I, I, it's also your tolerance because if you're buzzed from drinking or you're a little bit high, that's okay. You can do that almost anywhere, you know? Which one is better when you're alone? Being too high or too drunk? Yeah. I think too high is better. To, it's better to be alone. Too drunk when you're alone invariably gets to sort of crying and feeling like you made all these bad decisions and you, you punch the mirror because you look at your own visage <laughs> Wait a second, I... and you're like, fuck you, you piece of shit. You know what you did. You, and then you... you hit it and your hand's bleeding <laughs> and the ceiling fan is going round and round. You've collapsed near your bed and you're in Vietnam. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Or what I like to call September 5th. <laughs> 1997. I thought you were going to say a time that was when Vietnam was happening. But now it's in the late 90s. Yeah, for me it was. Late 90s, post-MC Hammer's fall. Actually, you... Talk good about it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. We're, we're going to move on to tiny opinions. That's exciting. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we're going to get off topic. We're always going to get off topic. Of course we are. We're, First we're, tiny we're... opinion I'm very frustrated with. Cash Levy thinks it's stupid to wash your car. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's sort of a, it's like Sisyphus, you know, pushing a rock up a hill for eternity, and then it rolls back down, and you push it back up again. That's what. First of all, that it's it's a losing proposition on that level. It also is very vain, I think, to care what your car looks. Is that some type of reflection of who you are and how organized you are? I think that's just because you are lazy and you don't like to wash your car. Do you make your bed? Not very often. Does, I don't see what... Does why. your wife make your bed? Sometimes. 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 But you also think, why would you make a bed? No, this is a different thing. The bed isn't outside. I don't know where you're living. The bed is inside. I'm living on a patio. Outside, the the elements are going to make your car dirty within two to three days after... It's just a waste of water, and it's a waste of attention and energy. I think it's dumber than superstitions. I, I think, In fact, I, I think I it's a superstition. Completely. I did disagree completely. How does it affect how the car drives? It doesn't affect how the car drives, but it's about wanting to not have just dirt all over your car. And, and, I mean, and the other thing I was going to ask you, but you don't care, is when somebody writes, wash me, that, isn't, that doesn't make you feel bad at all that someone can write on your car. How often does that happen? Come on. Constantly. That's happened like once. Whenever, whenever I leave my car, people will draw dicks <laughs> on there. Where they do you live? They draw. You know what somebody drew? You live, a lot you know of artists drew? live near you know where you live. somebody drew? They drew a dick. I live in an art collective, uh, and we all <laughs> sleep on a patio. Now, listen to me. There, somebody drew a penis that was that was shooting small cum pellets. We all know what that looks <laughs> on your like. windshield? No, no. It went. The cum pellets ended on a wash me, also by the same artist. So in a way, that, are you sure it was the same? In artist? a way, I mean, yeah, it felt like the same strokes, same finger strokes. Mm -hmm. I will say, it, basically, that was somebody was able because I didn't wash my car to put a dick coming the words "wash me" on my car. Uh huh. Wash your car. I've seen your car. I don't know that that wouldn't have been an improvement. How could you say that? I, I think that having some artwork on your car. I mean, you're the guy that wants to put up billboards. Just to a say. dick. But then, what happens when you're driving and a car stops behind you, full of a family, and the the, the little daughter in the front row of the car? Because I, I consider those rows. There's really two rows to a car. Mm -hmm. Sometimes three. Mm -hmm. Sometimes front row car. Front Four row wheels, center. Usually front row. Front row right. Okay. She she turns to her father or her mother or her sort of weird foster parent, you know, who's maybe a little inappropriate when he puts his arm around her. But other than that, it's fine. Mm -hmm. You drew a lot says, out of this. Yeah. And she says, hey, what is that on that man's car that's writing the words wash me? And then the, then he has to have the conversation because you 
don't care about cleaning your car. Now, now he's got to explain not only that that is a penis, the male organ, and it is involved in sexual intercourse, but also that no, penises cannot come words. So he's got to have that conversation. This sounds Because then really- she's thinking, well, I don't want to have sex with a guy because when he pulls out and he ejaculates, he's going to write something on me. Maybe prude. <laughs> So this is a traumatic, you know, I wonder why you didn't, when you saw that uh, artwork, why you didn't just, uh, or, you know, sort of wash, the car. wash it off. Wash right it. Then. Just wash that part. So you're up for washing parts. Look, you're a guy that wants to buy billboards for $2,000 that say, have a nice day. Why don't, in the dirt on your car, you just write, have a nice day. I think because that's, it's tacky. Somebody, that's, I think you're it's not really saying have a nice day I think it's people. vain to care how your car looks. I, I mean, don't think it's vain because some NASCAR people... NASCAR drivers don't stop in the middle of a NASCAR race and clean their cars. That is completely different. Those are the best drivers nothing to do with anything. I mean, you're right. And also, pl- pilots don't get out and, and clean their planes. You're right about that. Exactly. It's not a vain thing. I'm not walking around going, oh, I don't want anybody to think my car is dirty. I just like having a clean car. It but makes... it's a losing proposition. It keeps getting dirty. Now, I've so seen is it. everything. Why are you waking up in the Let morning, me ask you this. building a life, a career, and a family, knowing that you're all going to die? I don't, I don't, it's I didn't a wanna, losing proposition. I didn't want to have to play hardball like this, but I've seen your apartment, and it's not totally always uh, kept in the cleanest condition. That is true, but it will be the next time you see it. <laughs> but I'm saying that why would you worry more about the outside of your car, which gets rained on and dirt and everything else, and not so much the inside of your apartment? Because somebody else can wash your car for you, but it's very difficult to get somebody to clean and organize your apartment. That's the reason. And by getting your car washed, you're promoting economic stimulation by paying people, mostly illegal aliens. Mostly who machines. aren't paying taxes, and some machine robots, to clean your car. <laughs> Instead, what are you doing? You're squirreling that money away to spend on on new mirrors from the ones that you broke, and umbrellas that don't open indoors, and all that sort of stuff. It's ridiculous. All right. Well, I think I won this one. I know. It's, uh, you can't do that. I can't. <laughs> it's amazing. One more that tiny. Is a, that's a real cash levy thing, by the way. It's just the end of a discussion where clearly I was, in fact, I was about to say just then, I was about to say, let's just agree to disagree. But before I could, you go, well, I believe that I've won that one. Okay, everyone, get into the car. <laughs> Unbelievable. I don't, I don't, I don't like porn anyway. I just think, I'll tell you Porn isn't very romantic because they, they show things just so they have something to show. Like there's no the, – the shots of men spewing their, their – <laughs> lo- no, but that's not – that doesn't yeah. happen in nature. That's not – they do that just so they have something to show on camera. That's gross. There's nothing – you don't need to see a guy doing that. You don't see that in nature. You don't find that attractive at all? No, you don't see a, you know, a chicken – coming on another chicken's beak there's no chicken facials there's no that's if you know what if you take one thing with you from the podcast there's Please, no chicken there are facials. no chicken facials there's no different facials there are so it's I, not natural it doesn't happen nobody here's does the thing that. i'll say though, they real did quick. it it's a creation from porn and now people think it's sexy and they've been affected by it there's nothing sexy about that you know what i do think it's sexy it's though. demeaning if, i want to say to listeners if you're having a real tough day and you get in a confrontation with somebody and they're like what's your problem blah 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 this will be a lot of fun just turn and they go hey there are no chicken facials okay <laughs> They don't exist, and then walk away. Let hey, that sugar be a part tits. Of your day. Hey, sugar. There's no chicken hey, sweetie, facials. Sweetie. Hey, splendid tits. <laughs> so I, it, you know, I'm just saying. She got fake tits. So. You know what? It's, so it's, it's life tits. imitating art when people are doing that now. Like, that is sexy. true. It's not. It is true. But you know, you've seen enough pornography. After a while, you do get excited about it. And the other thing is, I'll tell you this: What was the main form of birth control for centuries before condoms and the pill and all that was coitus interruptus, pulling out and coming. So where are you ejaculating? What are you going to ejaculate in the trash can? Which I have done. One time I was in a sexual experience. And I just thought it would be funny. And the girl was cool and great. And we're still friends. And I jumped out of bed and, and went over and pointed it into the trash can. And I ejaculated and I went, this is where it belongs. <laughs> so she thought that was pretty funny, but also terrifying. Let's kick this thing off, as we do every week, with the Triple Banger Lightning Round. Triple Banger Lightning Round. Here we go. He's a friend in need, a friend indeed. No, 
I mean, it's not necessarily. Most people who need things aren't. Those are you're like. Those are the friends that aren't really friends. They're always like, hey. A friend in need is most often a mooch. Yeah, agreed. If you receive a picture frame as a gift, are you happy? No. Always never. What is that? This is half of a gift? Here's a gift that's a picture of something you like. I just provided the frame. You do the rest. You have the memory and the moment and the camera. If you had to have sex with Bigfoot or E.T.? Bigfoot. I know that's weird. E.T., though, I think you're... I don't know about E.T. You know, I think I would feel like I was hurting him. You know, he's such a sweet little alien, isn't he? He doesn't want to be fucked. Imagine that. The Bigfoot. I'll try and fuck that thing. And if I can't, I'm going to die. <laughs> and that's your triple banger lightning round. Triple banger lightning Lightning round. round. One more. Uh, I'm going to come back. I'm going to think okay. of some things. Come back with a few more. The essential questions of two na- uh, human nature, mm-hmm. where we tackle the big questions uh, that life has to offer. This is one I think a lot of our callers and uh, um, mm-hmm. different people are interested in. Probably someone called about it. Yeah, our our one caller is probably mm-hmm. asking, hey, get to the essential question. Right. And that's if you had one we- weapon to use when you're fighting to the death, what weapon do you choose? If you have one don't weapon, say paddle. Don't say paddle. Because <laughs> they only killed 38 people. If you have one weapon, and it can be any weapon. Any weapon. And are we are we sort of excluding bazookas and, and yeah, chain I, I don't guns? Yeah, I don't think it should be... Um, I don't, for the sake of this question, I don't think it should be, you know, something that involves uh, ammunition, you know. Oh, really? Okay. I don't That's think good. so. No, I think you're right. I think you should have to okay. kill someone the old-fashioned way. Okay. A, a good old-fashioned stare down. I'm going to say a mace. You you would you would have mace? In a no, 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 no. A mace. A mace. Good, because I thought you said mace. No, which, I'm not, a, yeah, I'm not an idiot. Mace. Okay? And you know what? I come on this program. You can create serious eye problems. I'm a guest on your show, and I appreciate that. But don't, I don't want you, if you're trying to bring me on here and paint me as a guy that would spray mace in a fight to the death, <laughs> then politely as I can, I'd like to say, fuck you. <laughs> But you if said you that what I'm saying, I've never heard someone say that as politely. I think there is one did. more polite way, which it would be, excuse me, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty that's good. About, that's good. That showed some range. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think, I think a non-voiceover <laughs> artist couldn't have pulled that off. I feel, you know, a lot of it is my training. The, tra- yeah, the Meissner technique. So I, uh, yeah, I think, I think a mace, which is a sort of a medieval yeah, weapon. Yeah, big giant. Short cha- I would choose a short chain, because you get too mm-hmm. long a chain, it's too hard to bring it back around, and you got that swinging around a person's neck. Short chain, but just so that you can get some, because if you have a mace, it has the spikes on the outside. It's a metal ball with spikes. It's attached by a chain to a wooden dell. And I feel like, and I don't want a big mace. I, I want, I want a smaller, the mace actually should be just a little bit bigger than my fist. And if you haven't seen me in person my fist is a little bit bigger than a cantaloupe <laughs> my right fist my left fist is slightly smaller than a nectarine and it's created a lot of problems for me in the dating scene and i'm not talking about just sexually yeah because because women notice that kind of stuff right away they'll go first hey, thing they look at hey cantaloupe hand what's wrong with your strawberry fist <laughs> i get a lot of that it's a disaster so, so we we're going to cover all of uh, the different uh, imperfections of TJ's body by the end of the show. My we've, knees we've covered your my penis. Knees look like seaweed paper. You understand? <laughs> we've covered we've covered your penis, your uh, fists, toes like kumquats. <laughs> this is the saddest fruit, man. What is your hair? What is what would your hair be like? Oh, it's just voluminous and beautiful. Nothing wrong with that. Everybody does that. Yeah, you use a nice gel up there. Bill so, Burnham says it looks like a lollipop was rolled in pubes. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's nice. That's good. That's right. I don't know why you had to go into country western accent to tell us that. When I prove a point. I'm going to start off with the triple Ooh, banger okay. lightning Let's round, if you'll let me. Here we go. Ironic mustache, pro or con? Con. I think you can have a funny mustache, but it shouldn't be like, what if I had this mustache? It should be like, I'm wearing the silliest mustache of all because I like to be ridiculous. Yeah. Now, I think I'm pro. You're pro. Pro ironic mustache. It's funny. I'm con. It's a billboard to comedy on your face. This mustache says, I'm a lot of fun. I think you're. I think if you're going to play with your facial hair, I think that makes you a character. I like it. I do. I do. What SPF do you reach for? 
I go 30. I go 30. I don't think there's any reason for the 70 sunblock. I think women that are like, I, I have to put on 70. SPF 70. I burn so easily. Chill out. Okay, grandma. Yeah, I don't relax. think you should go in the sun if you're going to have to go that far. Yeah, but I, I think 30 is important. It's not good. I also like pale skin. I like a woman to have milky, folks, Aryan skin. I pu- folks, I, I, pulled out the, I pulled out a shirt. I pulled out a shirt from the bottle. SPF 120. Folks, ladies, take a break. Fellas, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Ladies, take a break. I love Ladies, take a break. Fellas, sit up front and watch me work. Here we go. Uh, when, I laughing, laugh, when I laugh, like, I laugh like you're a laughing old road, woman who's about to kill a cat. That's what I sound like. <laughs> and if you're listening while you're driving, pull over. Can a guy be tough and be able to reupholster furniture? Yes, I think I know. I know a guy who he he he, was, he would rebuild guns, cars, and he would reupholster f- furniture. Really? Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. yes. Yeah. A handyman is handy, yeah. and he's a man. I would say, in theory, no. You think no? You think if somebody... I will say this. If the somebody, percentages are against you. If you ask somebody what they do for a hobby, and they lead with reupholstering furniture, you can kick that it's person's It's going to be a ass. secondary yep. hobby. Can't gotta be, be a number one. Got to be what you say after you say cars and guns. What about Civil War reenactor? Oh, yeah. You can be a man. Yeah, Yeah, you can be a man. Phil Collins Mm. is into that. It's weird. Weird. Yeah. Where were you? Wait, so that was the triple banger. That was the triple banger lightning lightning round. round. Brought to you by Prell. Prell! That was it, though. That was our segment for the day. And uh, we're just going to say good day. We're going to say good day. That's been the end of it for us. (laughs) Actually, we're going to move on to where were you? Uh, Where were you, TJ? Um, I just got back. Been? I've been Where in Los been? Angeles for longer okay. than I okay. usually am. I haven't seen you in a little while. But I re- that's true. And uh, I recently, let's see, the last club that I did was in Minneapolis at the Mall of America. Mm-hmm. And in fact, mm-hmm. I have a joke from the Mall of America about having a Ferris wheel inside the mall because there's an amusement park in the Mall of America. So they have a roller coaster, all this stuff, and then they have a Ferris wheel. And the joke is sort of, you know, why would you have a Ferris wheel inside of a mall? There are four... Romantic, they're for it's a romantic ride. It's not a thrill-seeking ride. Okay, right. I mean, you know what? When you're when you're when you're when you're when you're going on a roller coaster, that's just for the thrills, right? But a Ferris wheel, you're sitting next to somebody that you're romantically interested in. You get to the top, you say, "Ooh, look at the view," and then you try and have sex with the person that you're with, and then if that doesn't work, oh, you wait, get wait, nine wait, wait, more wait, wait, tries. Wait a second. Just don't cut off the punchline. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> You fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> Worked years on this joke. <laughs> Ferris wheel. You should have a hold light. I, a I should. I really should. <laughs> on your shirt. Uh, on my shirt. <laughs> Please hold applause. Uh, yeah, you, you, you get nine more tries to have sex with that person, <laughs> which when said immediately after the first part of what I was talking about is, is extra funny. Hilarious. And part of the great thing about <laughs> your jokes is even when they're interrupted, they're, they're not quite as funny. That is true also. Yeah. 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 But, but but it was a great idea, and I'd like to see that joke live without me. You could totally in. see it. Well, unfortunately, as you know better than the listeners, you've been traveling with me yeah. all over the country, interrupting that very joke. So even if you do see it's it live, our, Cash kind of pops out from the curtains and goes, "What? What? what, what? Who did it?" <laughs> and then he closes the curtains. Even when you're, I, I, not only do I interrupt your joke when you do that, when you're on a Ferris wheel with mm-hmm. a girl trying to get lucky. I usually show up. You do. You and interrupt in the car behind you. And never with like, a Hey, what's going on up there? What's going on up there? <laughs> what happened up there? Um, so yeah. you're in Minnesota. I was in Minneapolis in the and uh, actually I just saw a shirt that had the FE symbol from Periodic Table of Elements and it had a bunch of them in a circle and that's a Ferris wheel. Thank you very much. One, just one <laughs> physicist somewhere in the United States listening to this podcast is like, <laughs> good one. Yeah, that's it. Just Every, one and everyone else was like, why didn't you? Everyone else is why like, interrupt that. Joke? Everyone else in their car or listening in their headphones is like, fuck you, loudly. <laughs> and everyone around them is like, what's wrong? Nothing. Just <laughs> some stupid guy talking about a Ferris wheel shirt. No one understands that at all. Nice. Minneapolis, I like. I actually like the Mall of America. I like that club, Rick Bronson. 
Yeah, yeah. I think he's a good guy. I was near you. I was in, uh, I think, the same week or similar. It was, I was in Appleton. That's right. I'm going back there in a little bit. I love, I love Appleton. Love that guy. Love, love great Cliff, club. Love Cliff's a great guy. Great owner. Great, great leg. Club. Did you say great leg? I was going to say great guy and great owner, and I kind of combined them. And it to make like, lay? It sounded like great lay. There's no combination wheel. of those two words that leads to lay. <laughs> great guy. <laughs> What was it? Great guy. Great guy. Great owner. Great guy. Great guy. Great owner. Great lay. Great lay. Great This wouldn't happen if we if we great we didn't have to do these because of your schedule. If we didn't do podcasts at like six in the morning, I, I would be able to. It talk. is. It is six in the morning here in Los Angeles, California, May two thousand eight. On your radio dial. <laughs> we were talking earlier that yeah. uh, we think radio cash. This is cash. It's my theory. Yeah. You tell it. You tell it. It's my theory. I think that if you listen to yourself on these headphones, uh-huh. it's almost like that uh, Greek uh, mythology. Where wh- wh- who's the guy? Ner- uh, nar- narcissist. Narcissist. Where you look at yourself in the mirror, and then it changes your voice because you're listening to yourself all the time. That's why radio people's voices become really smooth and ridiculous because they're. It's like they're giving themselves an orgasm by talking. Dancing word bird contest coming up in half an hour. Maybe <laughs> Dancing I'll call word you. bird contest. Turn up the sound and stomp on the ground. Also for the. You know, they're, uh, they're very for, like smooth for the Greek mythology professor who's sitting in the car with the physicist who just left the Ferris wheel. <laughs> Reference: I wanted to apologize because uh, it's sort of confusing. Uh, Narcissus, how do you pronounce it? You've been narcissus. Our producer is like, it's actually it's narcissist. Narcissus. I would know. I know a lot about this stuff. I'm a narcissist. Narcissus. So narcissus, or as I like to call him, guy. But he. <laughs> Or as I like to call him, Lay. Uh, Lay guy. He was not looking. It didn't change his voice when he looked into. It didn't really change anything. He just looked at it so far. They fell in love with it, and he fell in a drown. Fell in, but that's you're falling into your own voice. You know, this is such a loose metaphor and analogy. Buttery tasting licks, and they always they always like use. (laughs) No, it's they always like. What what radio station are you listening to? (laughs) What what DJs in the history of the world been like coming up next? The bird word contest and buttery lace, buttery tasting licks. (laughs) What is that? (laughs) Buttery tasting licks. Little mugu guy pod. He's just <laughs> announcing. What is what station is this? It's, it's not even food, talk it's radio. A food channel. It's, a food ch- <laughs> it's the Food Network. You're back on the Food Channel. <laughs> Jump in, snap and bingo, John, Paul, George, and Ringo. <laughs> what? Oh, good uh, I go way back. I go way back with the radio. You go. I was go. in. Uh, I was in. Uh, yeah, where were you? Well, then I went to. I went to Texas mm-hmm. uh, after that. It's kind of a weird trip. Um, but speaking of radio in Texas, they shouldn't have separate radio stations in the South because each station only plays Freebird all the time. They should you know, just have just one a, Freebird station. Yeah, Freebird Radio. One song all day. Good night. Because that's it. That's all they play. And it is a long song. I, I, I thought it was a sad thing when they, when the Freebird thing tipped. You know what I mean? When it kind of tipped and it went from being sort of a funny thing to say to just every douchebag in America who hadn't even heard Freebird, just at the end of anything would go, Freebird! Yeah. Play Freebird! They didn't even know what it was, you know? Yeah. They're holding up their lighters in a room with a low ceiling. Yeah. That's always dangerous. Sprinklers are going off. I'm just trying to close my show. Some guy's like, Freebird! You're in the middle of your, your Ferris wheel bit. People are like, Freebird! I am in the middle. I, I'm in the your meat. Ferris wheel I am in the, the meat, meat of the Ferris the wheel. The meat closer. of the Ferris wheel. And, and before I'm able to speak up and question you. You've been back there hiding behind the curtain for an hour and a half. Somebody else instead goes, Freebird! <laughs> Listen, buddy. I was listening to the triple banger lightning round. Triple banger lightning round. Question one. Trip, 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 banger. I invited a compulsive gambler to my poker game. Was that wrong? Compulsive gambler. Did you know that he was a compulsive gambler? I didn't. Not before I asked. Yeah, him. That's, I think that's wrong. Did he? What did he say? Did he say, "Well, I'm a compulsive"? He said, gambler. "I haven't gambled in uh, 12 months. I'm in a 12-step program or something." And you go, "Was it one step for each month? You pussy! Come on over. Low stakes, penny <laughs> I said, play." I did. I replied. I go, "It's low stakes." <laughs> and my wife was getting on me. She's like, "That's like offering an alcoholic <laughs> a beer." I'm like, "I know, but it's a twenty-dollar buy-in. It's no big deal." <laughs> and we were arguing about it, and I said, "You know what? I'm going to ask T.J. Miller." You give somebody a light beer. 
<laughs> I, I'm actually an alcoholic. I've been drinking 12 years. All right, well, then have a 3-2 Bud Light. Have a light beer. <laughs> Jeez. Have a Canadian beer. It doesn't not, count. Not like a Guinness or something. doesn't count. Triple banger lightning round Triple question two round. is not using a coaster genetic. <laughs> I think I don't know. No, I think I mean it's obviously a learned thing, but it is a weird. There's got to be something to it where. I, but I gotta say, I think you should use a coaster. But also, I don't like people when you put your your drink down. They go ah ah, and they go get a coaster from somewhere else and then put it underneath of it and kind of go ah ah. Yeah, because you here's the do thing: that. leave your coasters out. You know what? Make it clear that you have coasters. Yeah, or I'd rather have some rings on my table and not be an a-hole. Exactly. <laughs> you Ring know? around the posers. Triple banger lightning round. Question three. Triple More- banger lightning round. Question three. <laughs> More annoying: leaf blowers or religious zealots? Religious zealots. Hmm. Leaf blowers, I like. I like when somebody's blowing leaves on the side of uh, hmm. the street. You you disagree? I disagree. I'll say I disagree. I would rather I like going up to them and kind of saying, "Hey, can I? Do you mind if I walk through?" You know, and then as I walk through, if they seem like a nice one, I'll go. You want to give me a little, little <laughs> shoot? You know, I got dust on my shoes. I could use a. Little <laughs> that's what I'll say to them. <laughs> Come on. What is that? I don't even give know me a little. Is. Give me a little blow. Give yeah. me a little blow. Well, I don't say that because then. Yeah, that's that. I've had a tough time. I was in Nevada. And I said, give me a little blow. And this guy, he had my pants off, and I was inside of his mouth faster than I could have even imagined. And once, if it's that fast and it's happening, uh, I saw that. I don't think that's a gay I thing. I saw that clip on TMZ. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. a misunderstanding. Well, it wasn't TMZ. It was N- NMZ. It was the Nevada version. Right, right. TMZ. Yeah, they've got their own. It's mostly just meth heads blowing things up. Listen, the, the leaf blower thing, I mean, first, there's no reason for a leaf blower. Why would you uh, the say wind, that? Because the, what is the wind on vacation? Let the wind do its job. Okay. It's almost usurping. <laughs> it's almost usurping the wind. We're winds. selling that T-shirt, listeners. Let the let wind. The, let the wind do its job. Like, <laughs> come on. The wind's like, what the fuck? I'm the trying T-shirt's to gonna say, come on, leaves. What are you blowers? blowing leaves around for? Let what difference does it make where the leaves are? They're they're going to be in a different place. They still exist. I mean, wait. now it's it's really noisy. It, religious salads aren't noisy usually. They're at least they're quiet. But it is a. They're very pleasant. But it's a quiet, clamoring. It's they're just. Ah. And you can make fun of them. You can't make fun of noise. You can't make fun of a leaf blower. There's wherever you are. I don't care what hotel you are around the world. There is a leaf blower waiting to wake your ass up at six, seven in the morning. I'm going to say this. I, we obviously disagree in this respect. I think religious zealots are just terrible to have to listen to or be around. But Do you I, know who wakes up the rooster? The leaf blower. You know, who, you, know, you know who wakes up to reality? Not the religious zealot. And also, I'll say this. I think we should move on because okay. it's a triple banger lighting okay. round. But I think all of this could be solved if you just go and you get a little... <laughs> I think the moment that you, you make friends with the leaf blower and you say, will you give me a little... Then you'll change your mind. And right. that was your triple banger triple lighting, lighting round. Lighting round. Love it. Yep. Um, I was at an audition. That's where I where was. Where were you? Yeah. I did an audition uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. and it was weird. There was this girl next to me uh, in the waiting in line, because that's the kind of auditions mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, sure. where you just wait in line, sure. like at McDonald's sure. or something. Sure. And this is a true story out of the blue. She goes, do you, do you eat a Papa John's? Do you ever eat a Papa John's pizza? Do you ever eat a Papa John's? You know, Papa John's she pizza. said it like that. She kept saying it. Yeah, she kept Papa asking John. me because I was like, she had a very light voice. Like, you ever eat Papa John's? You ever <laughs> Papa John's pizza? You ever Papa John's? And finally, I go, yeah, I guess you know, I eat there once in a while. At Papa John's. She's like, don't eat a Papa John's. Papa John raped my sister. That's not true. Yeah, I swear. No, I swear. What? Yeah. Papa John raped my sister. No, she didn't. Say <laughs> she that. said that. Who was it? Yeah, it was some random girl. Is just an actress? Huh? An actress? Yeah, an actress. She said Papa John's raped... She claimed that Papa John raped her sister. The actual Papa? John? Well, I said that's that, that's how I responded. I go, look, I don't think there is a Papa John. Are you sure? That's like, going, you know... <laughs> I don't believe it. Don't eat a Dunkin' Donuts. What did she say? Dunkin' cockpot, my grandpa. <laughs> like, it's not a person. Dunkin'. I go, well, how old was Papa... I mean, how old has that company been around for? There is a guy. There's a guy. But his name is not Papa John. I don't know what's the guy in the ads. Oh, you know what? It was Jimmy John's. 
No. Yeah, it was Jimmy John's. Are you telling the truth? Yeah, I swear. Well, I got to say. Then I swear that this happened. Papa John's. Because I, I was going to say. Jimmy John's. I was going to say, how can she slight and slander his name? Jimmy when John. She, no, Papa John. It was Jimmy when she John. Sa- I know. But when she's saying Papa John, so the way you were saying it made me want to order it. Papa John's? Papa John's? Despite the rape charges? You know what? Rape can be overcome by delicious pizza. Don't I like McDonald's? I've said that. Hamburger, Grimace, and Ronald McDonald gangbang my sister-in-law. <laughs> but wait, so it's Jimmy John's? So it she Jimmy said John's. Jimmy John's. Because now that I think about it, I remember thinking, yeah, I kind of like their cookies. And that's Jimmy John's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that it's a Midwest, very dark it's a Midwest chain, right? It's very dark. But yeah. do you think that while her sister was being raped by Jimmy John? At any point, she thought, this is terrible. This is the worst moment in my life. But I do kind of like their cookies. <laughs> it's possible. Don't, you know what, here, here's another thing. Don't meet someone and talk about your sister being raped. Yeah, that's that? probably not a good icebreaker. Yeah, she's not doing anybody anything. She favorite. literally, that was our first conversation. That is so weird. Yeah. And you guys went out after that, obviously. Well, now, yeah, we're going to, we have, we have something lined up. And later we had a Capicola sub. Yeah, yeah. Think about it. All I'm saying is, TJ, you need to you need to have a few friends that you're probably superior to, mm-hmm. just to make you feel a little bit better about yourself. And that's why a lot of people have kids. They create a friend. <laughs> they can beat at basketball for a few years, right? I mean, you, you've got at least ten years where you can probably be. I really do think people love their superiority to their kids, and then when their kids get good at stuff, that's when they stop getting. Well, it's, it's interesting because my father would always beat me in every sport because I never. And he still can, as far as I can tell. He He's totally got a cane. He can. Doesn't matter. No, he Yes, he's getting knee surgery, and my sister jokingly said... I was at your birthday. Your dad said, I can kick my son's ass at every sport. He didn't say that. Halfway around the moon. He never said that. Halfway around the moon, he did say that. Then he goes, Papa John raped my sister. No, he didn't. (laughs) You know what your problem is? A lot of people don't know this. Cash has a rare mental disorder where he believes that every person is the same person. (laughs) He believes that everyone is the same exact one person, and then there's him and his wife (laughs) and his son, who's not very good at basketball. How old is your son now? He's uh, one and a half. Terrible at basketball. Yeah. Yeah. I kicked his ass halfway around the moon. That's right. As my father wouldn't say. (laughs) No, I think that's a good thing. You know, it's interesting. It's true. You have kids and you sort of, my father still beats me in squash and that's got to make him feel great. But I just don't think, you know, I, I think the only thing I'll be committed with my kids is I'll always, I will always be funnier than them. I think there is a oh, distinct thing. Well. There is a distinct thing. I never was better than my father at racket sports, let's say. Mm-hmm. But I think there is, I think I am funnier than my father. Not because he's not one of the funniest people I've ever met, but more because <laughs> I spend all my time trying to be funny and, and working on comedy. But uh, there was a distinct change. It's like when we're at dinner... Uh, you know, and I say something that gets a bigger laugh than the thing that he said. Yeah. He kicks my ass halfway around the moon, sucker. <laughs> That's right. I mean, who Rack-a-lack. who hasn't been slapped in the ass with a squash racket at one time Again, or another? You Come got on, it. I think in you the need shower. to talk Come to on. someone, a professional, about your experience. <laughs> who hasn't been grab ass in the nudity. shower with a squash too racket? Too much nudity. Who hasn't? Come too on. much racket-related molestation. We, you know what? Let's get it over with. We were all molested. No. Okay. All right. Okay. But all I'm saying is it's good to be. And you know what? The thing you're saying about being funnier than your child, uh, first of all, that's probably true. Are you funnier than your son? But this is what's great about having a kid. And, and, and Matt, you know this. I think we were talking about this. You can make your kid laugh so easy when he's one. It's so awesome. I just I don't need to go do sets anymore. I just, 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 I can make him laugh. And I can do the same joke over and over again mm-hmm. for like three or four weeks. I find that I have the same. Similar- like, here's my closer. Here's my closer. I just go. The shy. The shy shy. Then he loves that. And he just goes nuts. He will say, laugh so hard he will shit himself. I got- <laughs> I'm serious. I got to admit something. I did just smile when you did that. The shy shy. The shy. Who's not laughing at that? You should close in real life with that. I find that I have the same ability. You're able to make your son laugh, yeah. right? Over yeah. and over. Same yeah. thing. You I have that the same, same skill same with thing crowds. With, with live crying. Crowds. No, with crying with yeah. your son. I can make him cry over and over. You know how I do it? The shy. The shy. The shy. The shy. And then you go. <laughs> yeah. Blood uh, face.
fly with you. Uh, in the Bahamas, they had a, a, a my shower had eight different heads. Uh, Is that true? Yeah, I've been in one of those. those? I spent the whole trip in the shower. Uh, It was like uh, it was like getting a a hand job from an octopus. It was it was really just just loving tendrils, just hand jobs. No, it was it was like the just loving tendrils caressing my my ball sack. It was like from all different (laughs) angles. Seriously, I spent the entire trip in the shower. I Uh, couldn't wait to get back there. I'd be on stage. I'd be like, I gotta go get the octopus. You gotta get back to the octopus. Meanwhile, of course, he never explain it on stage so people are like i like that comedian it just did you did you think it was weird that he kept saying i, I need the octopus that, is that like a tagline i don't know did we miss debbie the you said the debbie debbie actually said that she thought it might be uh, a tag what was it a catchphrase debbie debbie knows debbie's had too many my ties but she said catchphrase but i didn't get it i you know he always said i gotta get back to that octopus <laughs> And then you start selling T-shirts and say it. And people are like, I don't know why I'm buying this. Is so yeah, you, have you experienced those? Yeah, I've showers? been in one. I went in one, and there, you know, the, there's one where there was, it was all very hot, and the different. I don't know. It was I forget the hotel, but it was it was a communal one, you know. So you you go in there, and it's part of the spa service. <laughs> it's a communal. Eight, you can't go eight, in there with a bunch of different people. But I would think that would be the funniest place to make love. The eight-headed shower? Just to try and have sex while you're being sprayed full force from eight different directions. When's this going to end? How far can it go? Is, is, could there... Could you just be surrounded by... Could there be... Shower heads? Yeah. Yeah, you could be in a room. Go to 20 or Here's 30? the weirdest one. A room just made of shower heads. <laughs> just, Listen, you go into you go it. In the middle. You're actually standing you on shower heads. You have to wear... They're all connected yeah. at the bottom. And you have to wear, like, a oxygen mask. Yeah, you do. Because you're so going to drown. Water. Water. <laughs> then it fills up. It's the whole room fills up with no, water no, no, eventually. No, 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 no. The whole room it's fills gotta up. It's got to be... The shower heads come up on these pipes, <laughs> this piping. And so the water, as soon as it goes past the other shower head, falls down. So it's actually... It's almost like an orb in the center of a larger room. And you, you know, you get into it, and your feet are on shower heads, yeah. shooting into your. So even your your toes and the yeah, bottom of your everything. feet are sprayed, and it all goes at once, and it's the worst experience of your life. No, That's the only awesome. thing we guarantee. No, I see it where you're. you're you a, think it would be great? Oh, I would do. Oh, it. I do it right now. You die of an amusement park. You could do. Yeah. It. You could have it be in a special like spa, a spa. Okay, you have a little room. Okay, and you're wearing oxygen, so then the the room fills up with water eventually. So you're actually, you start and it's empty and eventually fills up with water. And then they open the shades and people look at you. And people like walk by and look at you. I don't know. So I think and then be, Rob Lowe jumps in. I think it would be terrifying, right? Rob Lowe's in there. Does it become a jacuzzi if it fills up and they're still spraying? It becomes a jacuzzi. It's all bubbles it does. at that point. It, it yeah. transforms Good point. Good point. I hate your version of it. And I think it's terrifying. And that's my position. <laughs> and I'm sticking to it. They're too small. There's no room to park. Maskers. That'll Pretty be the tiny. maskers section. That's the maskers. We're going to finish up with uh, tickling the oracle. Uh, yeah. This is always, these are the real questions. Yeah. You know, a lot yeah. of people say, I'm asking the real questions. What's that woman's name? The angry bulldog of a woman on, on TV, the blonde? Nancy Grace. Mm. She's always, I ask the real questions. I'm out there asking the real questions. Well, first of all, the real question is, what the fuck happened to your hair? For reals. <laughs> Lady, get your shit together. <laughs> You've got money. Go to someone who can help. <laughs> That's the real question. That's what you're taking out of me. We're Grace. asking there's so many the reasons real questions. There's so many reasons to dislike Nancy Grace. I don't Grace. care about and the fear mongering. <laughs> you don't care. Or the perpetuation the of a culture of fear. She's the most mean-spirited person in the history of television. You're like, what? up with the hair jesus she looks like an elephant got hit in the face with another elephant (laughs) she looks like a horse took a dump on her face and then dragged her (laughs) through the sand for six hours she looks like then she took an dead guy posthumously (laughs) took a shit on a living orphan it's terrifying her head looks like people were beating her with sacks in the middle of the night. Sacks of bones. Altos, all of them. <laughs> and then one tether to the jaw. Sound treatment, right to the uh, jaw. Um, I would fuck her, though. <laughs> Let's oh, be honest. In Come a heartbeat. On. Right? In a heartbeat. Okay. Yeah. Does- yeah. Well, thank you for being with us for our maiden voyage. And thanks for letting us cash in with you. I'm TJ Miller. I'm Cash Levy. 
at not TJ Miller on Twitter, at cashing in with TJ Miller on Twitter. And my website is TJ Miller does not have a website.com. Cash? Cashlevy.com. Thanks, guys. We'll see you again see you soon. Now for the outro music that we always have that is the same and is pre recorded. Cash in. That's my catchphrase. Keep the pandas alive. If you find that friend, liquid dick. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Now leaving Nerdist.com.